it's a very big risk for me to step out and do the work that I'm doing today, but it's a bigger risk to not do anything, to accept the status quo and accept the system for the way it is today. Hello and welcome to The Daily Helping with Dr. Richard Schuster. Food for the brain, knowledge from the experts, tools to win at life. I'm your host, Dr. Richard. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, and whatever you do, this is the show that is going to help you become the best version of yourself. Each episode, you will hear from some of the most amazing, talented, and successful people on the planet who followed their passions and strive to help others. Join our movement to get a million people each day to commit acts of kindness for others. Together, we're going to make the world a better place. Are you ready? Because it's time for your Daily Helping. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Daily Helping Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Richard, and I am so excited to share the brilliance of our guest with you today. Her name is Dr. Crystal G. Morrison, a highly regarded executive advisor, strategist, leader, scientist, and tech entrepreneur. I'm going to totally skip her origin story because I'm going to share it with you in a minute. But what she has created is a remarkable platform. She has been named one of the top 10 young startups. She won a really prestigious award for social impact and innovation through her technology platform, Mere Cat Village, which she co-founded and leads. It's a software company dedicated to helping improve outcomes for children with special needs by building collaboration and communication among adults providing care. Dr. Crystal, welcome to The Daily Helping. It is awesome to have you with us today. Thank you so much, Dr. Richard. So I, I kind of teased it. So now everybody's excited. Yeah. You're, you've built this incredible platform and, and I want to go back in time and hop in that DeLorean and, and learn your kind of superhero origin story. What put you on the path you're on today? Well, I think that depends on how far we want to go back. <laughs> um, certainly, uh, as it relates to to Meerkat Village, you know, I'm a mom of three teenagers. My kiddos are 14, 17, and 19. Um, two of my children were adopted. Uh, all of them have tremendously unique personalities. Uh, one of my children is uh, autistic. And so uh, as part of that journey of adopting children and, you know, having a child with uh, neurodiversity, I spent a lot of time interfacing with caregivers and providers, social workers, therapists, educators, uh, a huge village of people who've been supporting my children over the years. And um as you know, uh, the system of care is very complex, it's very time-consuming, and I just intrinsically knew that there was a better way to be able to collaborate and communicate with my children's treatment teams. And that is um, part of what led to Meerkat Village. So for those listening to this, and, and yes, we, we had a private discussion on uh, prior to hitting the record button where... Uh, we expressed our disdain for the, for the system as it exists today. But you know, if somebody doesn't have a, a yeah. child with special needs or has never had to navigate the system, could you talk us through what the frustration 
things are, what the pain points are for a, a parent who has to deal with some of this? Well, I would say, you know, uh, pre-diagnosis, let's say, you know, maybe your child is in preschool or already in school. Um, there's lots of challenges with the conventional classroom. People are giving you recommendations on what to do and who to see and who to talk to. Maybe your child's been identified as a child that's just very difficult and no one wants to help you. And so, you know, as a parent, when there's something going on with your child, you probably trying to do anything under the sun to help your child. Um, I know that's, that's the case for me when it comes to my children. And, you know, I knew for, for years that uh, my child had some very different needs than, than other children and uh, sought to, to find him care. At that time, I lived in northern New Mexico and it was extremely difficult to find resources. It's a very uh, rural area, uh, not a lot of healthcare resources. Um, and uh, so that was, that was pre-diagnosis. Um, I continued to push and, and try to figure out, you know, what was going on. And uh, through that advocacy for him, um, you know, we did find um, a doctor that had much more clarity and, um, you know, a diagnosis was made at the time. And that helped open the door to more services. Now, that's great, but it's also very, very overwhelming. Um, you know, it's it's overwhelming when you uh, receive a diagnosis for your child, um, but it's also overwhelming in terms of what to do next. And I had lots of acronyms of different agencies and 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 different uh, you know resources thrown at me, but um, you know I didn't I didn't really know how to navigate that. And then even after services were set up, I was spending a full time job almost trying to keep you know, the the preschool teacher and the after-school provider and the therapist and extended family members that were supporting me, trying to keep them on the same page as to what was going on and, you know, the types of things that we could be doing to support my child. And so um, that's the experience that, that I've had. That's what it looks like. And that's an experience that millions of people, I'm sure many of your listeners also uh, understand. How many hours would you say in a given week that you were dedicating to managing all of the therapies, the medical appointments, all of those different services? Um, you know, so I was trying to do this while working full time. And I would say, you know, just the management piece was anywhere from, you know, four to five hours to, you know, 10 hours, maybe some week, just sending emails back and forth and, and, uh, playing phone tag with different people. Um, so yeah, uh, on a weekly basis, of course, sometimes more, more hours than others. And so you said that this was one of the things that kind of that really pushed you towards the direction of creating Meerkat Village. What was the other piece of inspiration? So the other piece of inspiration is something that's uh, very personal, and it is something that I've talked about a lot more in the past year, and that is my own struggle uh, with mental health over the years and my own struggle as a child uh, with uh, an eating disorder and mental health diagnoses. Now, uh, I grew up in rural Arkansas, and uh, you know, back in the 
uh, early 80s, uh, you know, people weren't necessarily talking about eating disorders. And there certainly weren't a lot of professionals that were skilled in treating individuals with eating disorders and mental health issues. And certainly not a lot of people in rural Arkansas that, that had that understanding and knowledge. And so for me, I you know, my my family worked with my pediatrician, of course, but I had this tremendous extended family, uh, you know, my grandparents, aunts and uncles, but also, um, you know, community members, church members that really surrounded me and provided me with a lot of um, support and care. And that had a huge impact on my ability to, to be able to get help, receive help and uh, heal over the years. And so my own journey, not only as a mom, uh, you know, parenting a child that has additional needs, but as an individual, uh, knowing what I went through as a child and the village of people that came together to support me and my family. And so an important aspect of Meerkat Village today is that it includes not only the professional supports like therapists and providers, but also natural supports like extended family members, community leaders who have a tremendous role in supporting the care of the child. So, so I get the expression, it takes a village, right? It's true, um, yeah. Uh, what, but why Meerkat Village? Why the name oh. Meerkat Village? So, so, you know, I, I'm a scientist, Dr. Richard, and I find this absolutely fascinating, but meerkats in the wild, if you don't know, they live in these really interconnected communities of meerkats where uh, all of the adult meerkats participate in raising the baby meerkats and protecting each other. And so, you know, the idea that, that my co-founder, Dan, you know, what if we just behaved a lot more like meerkats, you know, just this close-knit community that really looks out, protects each other and has each other's care in mind. Hey guys, Dr. Richard here. For the past seven years, I've been privileged to bring you incredible guests who are changing the world and can help you become the best version of yourself. I'm really excited to share with you a new quiz that I created based on my clinical training that will curate for you a custom list of my top episodes and actionable strategies to help you wherever you are on your journey. All you need to do is go to drrichardschuster.com to take it, and it's 100% free. You'll be taking the next step on the journey to unlocking the power of you, and I can't wait to see where you'll go. I'm, I'm feeling um, the urge to to sing copyrighted Disney Lion King. <laughs> but yeah, this is really cool. So you, you you've kind of teased this a little bit. Yeah, uh, who the platform is for? Right. So. Tell us exactly, like, let's let's just dial deep into Meerkat Village. What does it do exactly? How does it work? We, we know it's for parents and extended family and providers. Like, let's do deep dive Meerkat Village. Sounds great. So Meerkat Village, um, you can, uh, as a parent, uh, subscribe to Meerkat Village and download the app and create a digital village for your child. 
Uh, now, the three main functions of Meerkat Village are what we call team, do, and track. Um, so after you create the village for your child, you can invite all of the people who are supporting your child into the digital village simply by entering their name and their email address. And very important, Meerkat Village is HIPAA and FERPA compliant, so there's no issue about security or compliance. You invite those people into your child's village. They download the app and uh, join your child's village. And within the team function, you can chat back and forth uh, with the entire team about what's going on, updates. Um, it's similar to a group text, but of course, it's within the platform, so it's safe and secure. With the do function, you can create strategies and anyone in the team in the village can create a strategy to support your child. So it may be a strategy to support a child's sensory needs or maybe a visual schedule um, for transitions. So you can create those strategies and then agree to follow through in those strategies, whether it be in the classroom or at grandma's house or in after school. And then the third function is track. And this is where we can actually track the child's response over time and get a better understanding of if what we're doing is actually improving outcomes for that child. And so it's not only about communication and collaboration, it's about staying accountable to the things we say we're going to do to support the child and also figuring out if what we're doing is helping them over time. And if maybe it's not, let's change, let's pivot and do something different. So again, it's a platform, you can use it on your phone, it's very user-friendly, and um, people have definitely benefited by using Meerkat Village and building that community around their child. Can you share a couple success stories? I'd love to hear. Yeah, yeah. Um, so one um, example is uh, when the first village was created in our uh, pilot program. I love to share this story because um, within an hour, within an hour, the mother had all of their child's um, treatment team uh, in the digital village. She had sent the invitations and they had all accepted the invitations and joined and were in the platform. They were communicating back and forth. Now, that's an hour. <laughs> The reason that gets me so excited is because I would often spend weeks trying to get everybody's schedules aligned to be able to get uh, um, a meeting together where everybody can like communicate. But she was able to get everybody on the same page and communicating at the same time within an hour. And I think that's just a tremendous example. Uh, one other example that I love to give, which is a little different is my uh, my child is now uh, off on his own and in college. And he's actually using Meerkat Village um, to not only communicate with me and his therapist, but also to um, create focus time during his day and uh, acknowledge whether he followed through in that focus time. And so it's helping him be accountable to creating focus time in his day 
to be able to focus on his schoolwork. Um, and so that's sort of a, a very different example, but one that I love to share because it's uh, it's an example of how Meerkat can be used not only for small children, but even as they grow into uh, adults. Was that piece that what your son's using it for, was that an intended functionality or no. just kind of discovered it? And, and- <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't an intended functionality. But again, you know, part of Meerkat Village is keeping accountability. And so when he was getting ready to go back to school for the semester, we were talking about strategies with a visual schedule and how to help, you know, keep him focused. And I was like, well, you know what, we we could use Meerkat Village for this. And uh, so that's, that's what we did. And I've uh, shared that example with other people who are now uh, considering it for their adult children as well. That's really, really cool. And yeah. uh, what what uh, what bodies of research have dug into Meerkat Village and what are they starting to find? Um, so we have a study that's starting soon with uh, the University of Pittsburgh. Uh, that study is going to focus on the usability of Meerkat Village, especially when it comes to much more diverse uh, populations and users. Uh, we also have a, a smaller study that's going on in a, in a county here in Western Pennsylvania focused on village-driven care. And that study is, is more focused around the methodology of really engaging the entire community of natural and professional supports for children. And Meerkat Village is a tool that's being used in the study. So we're very early on. Um, you know, intrinsically, you know, we we definitely believe by by building the collaboration and communication uh, that we're going to be able to Im- improve outcomes without question for for children over time. And we're starting to see some some examples of that. Uh, we are early on, but we do have uh, ongoing research programs and new ones started to probe that even further. I get really excited about new technology platforms that can do so much good in the world. Uh, at the risk of having the whole audience sign a non-disclosure agreement, uh, tell us about what what's coming to Meerkat Village. What are some of the, that you can talk about anyway, what are some of the exciting things that, that are coming to the platform? Yeah, so one of the things that I'm I'm excited about what's what's coming down the line is not only the ability to build a community of support around your child, but to be able to build different communities of support um, as it relates to your own situation. So maybe you have um, a community within Meerkat Village that is children of a similar age with a similar diagnosis. Maybe there's an additional community um, with a subject matter expert that is doing discussions on uh, trauma-informed care. Maybe there's an additional community that's more uh, close to your geography, perhaps in, in your state or region. And so we're, we're really excited about building out those spheres of community uh, within the platform as well to provide more resources and support, including support that is curated with subject matter experts in certain fields. When you think about Meerkat Village 10, 15, 20, 100 years from now, what is your legacy for this? So 
I not only want to dramatically improve outcomes for millions of children, I see Meerkat Village as this tremendous avenue to be able to inform and create entirely new methodologies of care. Um, Because if we can start to really build upon this body of data where we can analyze the actions of treatment teams and outcomes for the child, we can become incredibly more informed about what's working and what's not working in treatment. We can develop more personalized care, but also inform, like I said, entirely new methodologies of care. And to me, that's tremendously exciting because you know, we've, we've been doing the th- things the same old way for a long time and, and we're constantly learning. Um, and that to me is the legacy that I want to leave is not only dramatically impacting the lives of millions of children, but also impacting my grandchildren and my great grandchildren and the way that they receive care and the way that we perceive and accept care in our lives. Because Meerkat Village is really about village driven care. And this idea that we all at different times in our life need care and have a village of support. And so um, that that's a big legacy. And it's definitely one that I believe in and, and I see in the future. One aspect that I think is really important is that um, a part of the work that I'm doing now, you know, as a, as a leader, as an R&D leader, um, I've, I've cultivated my leadership skills over the years to really be about empowering teams and empowering people. And one of the things that's important to me in the work that I'm doing with Meerkat Village now is to also empower parents and guardians. Um, This is a very overwhelming experience and I want them to feel empowered as the subject matter expert on their child, to be comfortable asking questions and uh, seeking out resources and really looking at the people supporting them and surrounding them as a team. And so I, I really do want to, you know, people to think about Meerkat Village as an opportunity to empower themselves as parents and empower the treatment teams around their children as well. I think this is really an important piece because number one, it, the the number of people who have a child with autism or learning differences mm-hmm. is astounding. Those numbers yeah. are growing exponentially. And we don't have enough time in three episodes to discuss the reasons why science thinks this is happening, but it's happening. And, and so, you know, many parents feel absolutely overwhelmed and absolutely isolated. And yes, there are Facebook groups and you know, yes, there are, you might find a kid at your school who has some kind of an issue, but, you know, this is, this is way deeper than that because Facebook groups aren't really empowerment driven, right? And so this is an opportunity to help a parent feel as though they, they do have these other meerkats running around with them that can help uplift them. And that's uh, outstanding. I, I absolutely love the work that you're doing. Thank you so much. All right. So Dr. Crystal, I love the work that you're doing. As you know, I wrap up every episode of my show by asking my guests a single question. And that is, what is your biggest helping? That one most important piece of information you'd like somebody to walk away with after hearing our conversation today. So that one um, 
big helping is, is a quote. It's absolutely my favorite quote. I have it posted here in my office and that is status quo is a bigger risk than the unknown. And that's something that I, I live by. And so it's a very big risk for me to step out and do the work that I'm doing today, but it's a bigger risk to not do anything to accept the status quo and accept the system for the way it is today. So that's what I want people to take away and remember from our conversation today. I love that quote. I am. It's great. I'm going to start using that quote, sharing that quote. And you believe that too. I know you do. (laughs) I I, I thoroughly do. Who said it? Do you know who said the quote? You know, I've never been able to find the source for that, uh, honestly. Um, it's been attributed to lots and lots of different people, but I think um, I think it's just a really, really solid, uh, solid words. No, that's it's beautifully said, uh, Dr. Crystal. Tell us where people can learn more about Meerkat Village and then how they sign up. Yeah, so go to our website meerkatvillage.com. You can learn more about the platform there. You will also be able to sign up for the subscription very soon on the platform, and then you can uh, download the app from the App Store or Google Play. Uh, you're also welcome, of course, to follow us on social media, Instagram, and Facebook to follow our journey and learn more. And that's uh, Meerkat Village in both cases. Well, Dr. Crystal, thank you so much for not only sharing your story with us, but doing the amazing work that you're doing, making the world a better place. I loved having you on today. Thank you so much, Dr. Richard. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. And I want to thank each and every one of you as well who took time out of your day to listen to this conversation. If you liked it, if you got something out of it, go give us a follow on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review because that is what helps other people find the show. But most importantly... Go out there today and do something nice for somebody else, even if you don't know who they are, and post it in your social media feeds using the hashtag MyDailyHelping, because the happiest people are those that help others. Mm -hmm.